0: You've got a blog and you want to generate leads for your business from it, right? Well, you're in luck. In this video, I'm going to show you how to write blog posts that generate leads. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Tim here, Head Ninja at Exposure Ninja. We've worked with thousands of website owners over the last nine years now to help them generate more leads from their blog posts. And in this video, I'm going to share some tips on how to do it. Now, one of the most important things about writing blogs that generate leads is that they cannot come across as salesy. If they come across as salesy, you destroy the trust that the reader has. And weirdly, you actually decrease the likelihood that you're going to generate any leads from them. Of course, step one is to actually write blog posts that drive traffic. You need to have traffic on your blog posts before they can generate leads. And we have other videos on how to write blog posts that get ranked at the top of Google. But in this video, we're going to talk about how to format those blogs to actually turn into conversions leads for your business. But before we talk about the specific formatting of the blog posts themselves, we need to talk a little bit about customer journey and where your blog posts sit. So customers go through three phases when they are buying something from your business. These phases are curiosity, research and intent. Now it's exactly the same whatever people are buying so this holds true for your business but just to illustrate with something we can all relate to yesterday I bought a jet wash. I guess I've just reached the jet wash time of life. So here's how that process worked using these three phases. First thing that happened is we moved into a new house and I saw that there was a decent sized patio. A thought popped into my head that said "Hmm, might need a jet wash. Then we had someone come over and jet wash our patio. Now even though I'd had that thought I was not ready to buy a jet wash. I wasn't really considering it. In other words I had no commercial intent. I was purely at the curiosity phase. This thought popped into my head. Then later on we had someone doing some work on our house and they jet washed our patio. And I saw what they did and it was pretty impressive. It didn't look very hard. I thought I could probably do that, I'm gonna get me a jet wash. Now at this stage, I didn't know anything about jet washes so I had to get educated. In other words, I had to enter the research phase of the purchase. I started looking at information about different jet washers, types and all this boring stuff, right? I wasn't yet ready to purchase, I needed to get educated. At that stage, I was at the research phase eventually i found the model i want and it's then time to find somewhere to buy it from so i start searching for that product and at that point i'm at the intent phase so i've been through these three phases and your customers will do exactly the same with your business they will move through these different phases until they are ready to purchase so where do we want to target our blogs well usually your blogs are targeted at the curiosity and the research phase of the purchase cycle So for example, if you wanted to write some blog posts targeting jet wash purchases in the curiosity phase, they might be topics like how to clean your patio, how to remove the black spots from your patio. So these might be problems that people have. They may not be actually considering buying a jet wash at that stage, but the problem has entered their head. If you're targeting people at the research phase, you might be writing blogs like five best jet washes for patio cleaning or something like that. So you're targeting people that know they need a jet wash and they know that they're gonna be cleaning their patio. So they're more qualified, but they're still not ready to purchase yet. So this is where your blogs are usually targeted. What about the intent phase you might be asking? Well, usually your product or service pages on your site are most suited to targeting people at the intent phase. Because if I'm looking to buy this particular jet wash, I don't wanna guide on five alternatives to it. I just wanna find it and I wanna buy it. And it's usually a product or a service page which will most be suited to someone at that phase of the buying journey. So the first stage of generating leads from your blogs is to recognize where in your buyer journey they're actually targeting. Because you need to make sure you're giving people a call to action which is relevant to the stage they're in. One of the most common mistakes we see being made is the blog will be targeting people at the research phase, i.e. five ways to clean your patio, but the call to action will be, get a quote, contact our sales team now. Well, hold on, I'm just looking at tips to clean my patio. I don't yet want to purchase a jet wash and I definitely don't want to talk to the sales team. So you need to make sure that the call to action you're offering matches where people are at in the buyer journey and it's something that's relevant and interesting to them. So we will come back to this idea of calls to action later on, but it's really important groundwork to understand where you're targeting in your buyer journey and to have some kind of call to action which is actually going to be of interest to people that are reading that particular topic. Now, we will actually come back to this thing about calls to action a little bit later on, but it's really important at this stage To recognise that the call to action, the thing that you're offering, needs to match where people are at in their journey. And it's relevant and interesting for people that are going to be reading information on that topic. Okay, so you've got your call to action and you broadly know where your blogs are targeting because you've checked out our other videos. So the first tip to writing a great blog post that converts visitors is to write about a problem that people have. Answer a question that people will be asking. For example, lots of people getting into SEO or considering working in SEO ask a question like, should I buy backlinks? Well, we've written a blog post called, should you buy backlinks, which ranks at the top of Google. And what this means is that when someone is considering moving further into SEO and buying backlinks, we have an opportunity to get in front of them at that stage. So they're a relevant qualified potential customer, they're in the research phase and they're asking a question which indicates they could be a good customer for us. So we could have chosen to write about anything. If we wanted to just get loads of traffic we might have talked about iPhone rumors or something like that but it totally wouldn't be qualified for our business and the people that came through that would be very unlikely to become customers. So what questions do people have at the curiosity and the research phase of the buying journey and can you write great blogs about those? Choose something that represents a question that people have and write a great blog about it. The next tip, once you've chosen your topic you'll want to choose a great headline. Too many blog posts have boring headlines. Now we've written a blog post about how to write headlines in blog posts so you can check that out but one of the quick takeaways from that is to spend some time looking at sites like BuzzFeed and sensationalist newspapers because whatever you think of their journalistic qualities. These sorts of publications are great at writing headlines that drive curiosity. And semi-rule number two is that you're going to have to write a lot of headlines before you come up with the one. So Upworthy, for example, encourages its writers to crap out 25 headlines before they get to the good stuff. So don't expect that you're going to be able to come up with a headline immediately that is really snappy, engaging and says exactly what your blog post is about. Once you've got your headline, you're going to need a catchy opening paragraph. One of the top questions people have about writing high converting blogs is how much do I need to write? Well I'm going to give you a wriggly vague digital marketing answer here which is that there is no one right answer for blog post length. It all depends on the topic you're talking about and the posts that you are competing against. If you are competing against very long and detailed posts in the search results then it's likely that you're going to have to write a long and detailed post because that's what Google has established people want. If, on the other hand, winning in your space is all about getting information into people's heads as quickly and digestibly as possible, then it might be okay to write a much shorter post, something around 500 words. But the main rule of thumb is to think about how much detail you actually need to give in order to cover the topic in depth. For example, imagine your best salesperson talking to your best customer. Your best customer asks the question in the blog post how much detail does your best salesperson? give that customer and that's a really good starting point to say how much detail you need to give in your blog posts if you're struggling to write enough information about your blog post think about the sub questions that people would have about that topic and write a couple of paragraphs on each of those and you'll soon find you can write a nice detailed post okay let's talk about calls to action and how to actually convert people then so earlier on we spoke about if you're going to generate leads from your blog post your calls to action need to represent where people are at in the buyer journey So I'm going to show you an example here from the Exposure Ninja website. Now, if you Google digital PR, you'll see that the top organic result is this blog post that we've written. So this blog post is a detailed piece on what is digital PR and how it can improve your SEO. Now, let's think about calls to action and how we're going to convert someone from reading this into a lead. If someone's clicking on a post, what is digital PR? They're probably not ready yet to buy a digital PR service. What we want to do first is to build a relationship with them. So you'll notice that throughout this post we have links to download so in this example here you can see a digital pr campaign strategy checklist this is really useful for someone who's just searched what is digital pr because they can then go through this strategy checklist and start to build a strategy they might not be ready to buy from us yet so we don't want to go too heavy at this stage but we don't just have one call to action we actually repeat this throughout the page we echo it throughout the page Because you may be ready to download it the first time or you might need to see it a couple of times or even three or four times before you're ready. Then at the end of the post, we have an offer of a free website and marketing review, which by the way, you should definitely request, which helps you to generate more leads and sales through your website. So you can see that we've not only matched a call to action with where the customer is at, but we're repeating that throughout the post as well, giving people lots of opportunities to convert. One of the calls to action that we use throughout our website at exposureninja.com is our free website and marketing review. Now in this free website and marketing review, we take a look at your website and your digital marketing and we help you prioritize. We look at what you're doing particularly well and where the areas of low hanging fruit are for doing things like converting more of your website visitors into leads and sales but also driving more traffic through channels like SEO, paid search, uh, social media. This website and marketing review is completely free of charge and it's really easy to request. All you need to do is tell us a little bit about your business and your website and one of our team We'll record you a 15-minute video which we'll send over to you by email. There's absolutely no obligation to use our services and it takes just a couple of minutes to request your free website and marketing review. So you should definitely do it. And you can do it from ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. That's ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. Okay so the next tip is going to seem extremely obvious but every single day we see businesses failing to do this and that is link through to the relevant products or services on the rest of your website. So one example of a blog post that does a great job of this is the British Gas website they've got an awesome content section including this post which is all about what to do if your boiler loses pressure. So this is an information guide complete with little illustrations which helps someone go through the process of identifying what might be wrong with their boiler. Now, obviously, British Gas has a boiler repair service, so they are doing this to generate leads for their engineer service. So what do they do at the end of the post? They say, if you need help, then you can click to book a boiler repair and they link through to the relevant page on their website. This is really, really important. So many times when we analyze the Google Analytics for a website, we'll see that the blog's getting lots of traffic, they got lots of people coming through to the post, but they're not going further into the website. When we examine the post, we see it's mainly because they're actually not linking people through to the rest of the website, so they're not giving blog visitors a reason to click through into the more commercially focused pages on the site. Now there is a real danger here of going way overboard and going completely spammy linking every other word through to the commercial pages on your site. Definitely don't do that. Just like a salesperson that keeps asking for the sale before they're ready, it's not necessarily a good look. But what you don't want to do is force people to hunt around to find the right pages on your site where they actually can convert if they're ready to do so. Now I'm going to talk you through an absolute masterclass of a blog post. Here we have a money-saving expert post all about how to buy a new car. It's called 20 plus tips on buying a new car. Bag the latest model and use our checklist to avoid rip-offs. So we've very clearly described what the post is about we've got tips on buying a new car which is going to be the keyword that they're targeting for SEO we've got latest model and use our checklist to avoid the rip-off so we're explaining what people are going to get from reading this post let's have a look at how the post is formatted because they're doing loads of stuff great so before we go any further in we need to think about what the aim of this post is why have money saving experts spent so long writing a blog on how to buy a new car well they've got a couple of different calls to action firstly their email list they want to sign you up to their email list but secondly they have a car insurance comparison tool which will earn them affiliate income when people go through and purchase car insurance so they're looking to attract people that are going to be in the curiosity or the research phase of buying a car knowing that at some point those people are going to be buying insurance and hoping that they'll come through money supermarket because they're linking it through. Now, the first thing that we notice when we land on the page looking at this on desktop is that we've got table of contents on the left-hand side. This makes it really easy for people to find the section of the article that's most relevant for them. Remember, their goal is to keep you engaged long enough to convert on this page through either email list or car insurance affiliates. So they're really keen on giving you the info that you need and they're not interested in making you fight through loads of irrelevant rubbish To get there they're happy to give you exactly what you need when you need it now straight away they're offering alternative guides as well so we've got a guide to personal contract purchase leasing hire purchase and personal loans now each of those is going to have a separate guide and they're going to be affiliate links embedded in all of those so they're going to make money from people that go through any of those and end up buying as a result So straight away, they've got a call to action here, which is if you want more detail about any of these, then you can go into further info. We've got the soft email capture echoing further down the page. More checklists, more downloads, more images. We've got these accordions so people can read more detail about particular topics that interest them. More images, another tip email. And By the way, you've got the tip email sticky at the bottom just in case you missed it. More tip email CTAs, more images, And then finally, at the end, another email capture CTA. So this is a fantastic post. It's no wonder that it ranks so well. And my guess would be this is generating a lot of email signups for them. Now, you might be looking at this thinking, (laughs) that looks like a lot of work. Well, the good news is that you don't need to go to this extent unless you're targeting a highly competitive term like buying a new car or tips for buying a new car. For most of the phrases that you're targeting, they're going to be much less competitive, so you won't need to bring all of this. So you won't need to go to these lengths. But we wanted to talk through an example of someone that's done a really, really advanced job to show how far this can be taken. So let's recap how to generate more leads through your blog posts. The first thing that you need to do is work out where in your customer journey your blogs are going to be targeted. Remember, we've got the three stages curiosity, research, and then intent usually it's curiosity and research phases that your blogs are going to be targeted so what are the questions what are the topics that people are going to be interested in at those stages then you want to design a call to action that matches people at those stages so it gives them the right amount of information and feels like a logical next step for them asking for the sale with someone in the curiosity phase is too soon so can you offer them a checklist a download some kind of resource that helps them get more educated about the topic before you're ready to go in for the kill. Once you've done that, identify the top questions that people are gonna be asking and craft your blogs around those. Too many people write their blog posts based on what they wanna talk about rather than what their customers are interested in. So it's a good idea to try and find a problem that your customers are asking at the curiosity and research phase and fix that with your blog post. Then you need to come up with a great headline for your post. It's a good idea to use the question that people are asking, but can you spice things up a little bit and make it a bit more interesting? Once you've got your headline, think about your first paragraph. It needs to set the scene, not be too rambly, and include the question that you're going to be answering in your post. Remember, the job of the first paragraph is to keep people hooked to read the second paragraph and so on so set the tone and make sure that people want to stick around for the rest make sure that you're giving enough detail in your posts and don't forget to include deep internal links through to product or service pages that are relevant for people of course when it comes to generating leads you're going to want calls to action in your post so make sure that you're not just having one call to action on your post but actually You echo it throughout the page if it's a longer post. And finally, don't be scared to link through to other informational posts on your site as well. You don't just need to link people through to the core commercial pages on your site, particularly for people that are curiosity and research stage of the buyer journey. Sometimes they just want to read more information. They need to continue educating themselves. So feel free to link through to other blog posts on your site. Remember, your goal is just not to lose that person. Keep them on your site. Don't let them bounce and disappear back to search. So I hope you've enjoyed this video. Don't forget to give it a like and click subscribe if you haven't already. We post regular videos at least once a week about digital marketing topics. And leave us a comment if you have any questions. We do check the comments and we do respond, usually, sometimes. (laughs) And don't forget to request your free website and marketing review from ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. Until next week, see you soon.